Oh my gosh, I can't believe I just said that. Did you just say that? This might get me fired. That might get you fired. You're listening to This Might Get Me Fired with Chizzy and Crystal. Hello and welcome to This Might Get Me Fired podcast, a podcast where we discuss current events, dating, and pop culture in a way that we're sure will get us called into HR one day. I'm your host, Chizzy. And I'm your host, Crystal. And today we are recording episode one, which we're calling, Please Don't Cancel Me, I Have Student Loans. So first of all, make sure you subscribe, click the subscribe button so you can tune into us every week. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. So first of all, girl, let's, you know, I love Instagram models. I love, (laughs) (laughs) like, that's my vibe. I love the Instagram girls. And so, of course, if you love the Insta girls, you've got to have love for the OnlyFans chicks. And I don't, I mean, I think so. It's basically the same thing at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Girls are out here posting bikini pics and making 20 racks. And I'm not mad at them. I'm not mad at it either. With that being said, Bella Thorne has come in and wrecked their little bag, honey. She... (laughs) So, wait. First question is, who is Bella Thorne? I mean, that is the question I honestly don't know. (laughs) I know her from a show on HBO called Big Love when she was, like, a little girl, but she was just a supporting character. However, I think she's famous from, like, Nickelodeon or Disney. I don't know which one. So, she's, like, the new Miley Cyrus for this generation? Is that... I don't even think it's her this generation. I think she was in the same time as, like, Miley. (laughs) With that being said, this isn't about her career, because clearly it might be struggling, but Miss Bella decided to carry herself to OnlyFans saying that she's recording a movie and that she wants to do research about OnlyFans and the clients that support the podcast. I'm sorry, not the podcast, but the The website. And so she goes on in 24 hours, she makes a million dollars. And it was news everywhere, obviously, because that's pretty insane, a million dollars in 24 hours. Come to find out, she was telling these men that for $200, they could get a naked photo. (laughs) So, plan. and this is the Disney star. Yes, she was saying that for two hundred dollars, you could see a little TNA, and she would <laughs> hook you up. Well, come to find out, she was sending a photo where yeah, she's naked, but you don't see any nipple. You barely get side boob, and that's it. Now, OnlyFans has decided to change the whole structure of the website. Um, they do tips where the girls can get tipped to incentivize them to take off more clothes and stuff. I guess or like. To tip if you really like the content that they posted. Mm-hmm. They've limited tips to $50, I believe. They've limited the amount that you can request for a private video to $50. And they've also moved it to where the girls only get paid every 30 days. Before they were getting a check every week. Where so you- what were people like canceling their OnlyFans or like... Yeah, so when she scammed them with the picture, the guys were canceling. They were doing chargebacks on their credit cards. They were complaining to OnlyFans. They want their money back, right? They feel wrong. And I'm not going to lie. And they wanted their coin back? If Drake told me that he was going (laughs) to show me a little peek, (laughs) and I gave him my 200. Would you pay the 200? No. (laughs) I personally don't find penises that beautiful to pay $200. That's true. Maybe 50 cents. But, you know, if I was paying that 50 cents and he ended up not sending a picture, 
I'm definitely calling You're Capital calling One me. and Chase <laughs> to get my money back. So I don't fault these guys at all. How do you even like start that dispute claim? Like, I mean, I don't know. Because you have to give like full details when you dispute something. Exactly. So, like, you're really going to be on the phone with someone like, yeah, so she promised she'd be naked and she was not. And I want all of my $200 back. I mean, listen, I don't know. I'd probably be embarrassed, but I would do it. I'm not above it. I have definitely called and disputed a club. <laughs> A was club that charge in Miami <laughs> because they told me Trina would be there. I was there, girl. <laughs> we all called and exactly. Got our back. Trina was not there, so guess what? Cameo nightclub <laughs> in South Beach. You're running me my check, <laughs> and we still had a fun time. But it's like, exactly. This is not what Stay, I paid we for. shut down the club. We did. That was very much so empty. So they did not deserve that fifty dollars. But anywho, we got very much off track, which will probably happen a lot here. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, now the question is like, Bella, you messed this up for all these women. Who's to blame? Is it Bella? Some people are like, listen, so what she scammed these guys? That's what they get for trying to buy content anyway. But I don't feel that way because I don't feel like sex work. Like, I don't get like, so first of all, it's just so many questions. It's interesting that like, just like a year or so ago, none of these, even like the deal of celebrities, like they would not be opening on OnlyFans, right? It's funny, like, how money is, like, such a... Like, p- people are doing more and more to get money. Like, it's almost like it's being inverted, where before it was, like, celebrity was on this huge pedestal, and now it's, like, all these once-upon-a-time highless celebrities, they want to be um, Instagram famous, they want to be on reality shows. Like, it's, like, the the reality famous or social media famous people are becoming more famous than the famous people. Yeah, and I guess I bring for me that always makes the debate about the fact that I feel bad for the people that have created platforms on YouTube, on Instagram, on OnlyFans. Maybe not so much Instagram, but like a YouTube and OnlyFans, it was everyday women, everyday mm. men who are able to come in and really like make a living, make a I mean, you look at these house tours and stuff, they've been able to make so much money from these platforms and really create a career. And then you have celebrities come and kind of ruin it in a way or yeah. like take over, you know, for example, YouTube, you have the Kylie Jenners and the. Does the, she put out that much content? She does put out a decent amount and I'm sure she doesn't care about the monetization necessarily. Mm-hmm. But just the idea of like, okay, now you're taking over influencer marketing. Mm-hmm. And obviously the celeb is the original influencer. Right. But still, just like a weird thing. Like OnlyFans, Bella, why did you need to do this to them? She wanted money. And that's the thing too. And it's like, <laughs> first of all, Miss Mamas, I do not believe that you did this for research. I didn't even know that was the story. That was her story that she's doing a movie. And I she's saw doing a tweet where she also said that like no matter what, like she's not going to be nude. I believe that was after though she had had it up for a couple of hours and was already charging people. Either way, there. No, 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 not like before she started OnlyFans when people are like, "You're going to be doing sex work," and she's like, "I'm not. I'm not going to be naked." I, but yeah. then she sent out the messages saying yes, that she's going to be naked. Exactly. So it's, like, so it's weird. It's like obviously you needed this money. Just very strange. I don't know. I feel bad for all you OnlyFans girls if, and guys. I think they're going to bounce back because no matter what, like, it's making OnlyFans more normalized for so many people. So it's like, yeah, they're definitely going to lose money. But the more I, I feel like it's going to become um, a quantity thing, right? Like, it's going to become a volume thing where maybe there'll be more people signing up for OnlyFans because there's so much discussion about it. Would you? pay for anyone's only fans i have paid for somebody's only fans <laughs> Woo, <plot twist>. <laughs> <laughs> Who, oh what guy or girl it was actually a couple <laughs> it was actually a couple they like are always on twitter 
<laughs> and it just, you know, <laughs> they do marketing on Twitter. Obviously, they post like clips of their videos, and the video just looked really interesting. <laughs> It was three dollars. Were they black or white? It was a black couple. They're super hot. It was hot. three dollars. Three dollars. Yeah, they do like discounts, so you'll get it, and then the next month it's more money. Very good marketing employee, obviously, like anything else, because it's a subscription. So mm-hmm. get you in for the three dollars, and then <laughs> fifteen dollars after that. So it was three dollars. I was bored. I'm single and very much lonely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lonely, but you know, I'm single, so I wanted to check it out. I have been seeing the hype. I said, let me see about it, honey, and I bought an OnlyFans. <laughs> Personally, I believe OnlyFans, based off of that, I don't get how it's worth the money, but... Oh, so you don't think it was worth the $3? For me, no, because I feel like what they posted on their Twitter was basically mm. what was on the OnlyFans. Okay. Now, I know OnlyFans has, like, messages and stuff. I mean, I'm sure there are people that it's worth it because I know you can get direct messaging. You can get special recorded content. So if you're a feet dude or a feet woman and you want somebody to, like, have their feet in whipped cream, you can pay them to do that on OnlyFans. Okay. So for people like – like, so if you have a certain interest or even if you just are really into a – beautiful instagram model or instagram guy that posts content i could see how it'd be worth it okay but for me i didn't really know how to use it i'm not paying to message like you were getting that three dollars and that was it so it was an interesting experience i don't know anyone who i crush on hard enough to pay for their only fans yeah i don't know and the crazy thing is i have some celebrity crushes but i don't have any celebrity crushes where it's like if they're on only fans that's where i'm going that's 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 what it is yeah, and these people, I don't know them. Like, I'm not, they're not celebrities. They're just regular people. I feel like, honestly, weirdly enough, I feel like regular people would be more interesting to me. Of course, yeah. And these people are making X rated videos, they are going the whole way. So, it was, that's a whole nother conversation about how that's, I feel like that's the next wave. But anyway, yeah. that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so, is Bella Thorne can't, well, we'll talk about being canceled. Is Bella Thorne canceled? I mean, probably for a lot of people, yeah. I think it's wrong. I think she should be canceled. I think that women and men that work in sex work already have to fight such an uphill battle. Mm-hmm. So then you come to this platform that, A, has really allowed for them to safely do sex work because they're not having to interact with people directly as far as, like, you know, escorting and right. things of that nature. Right. Also, we're in the middle of a pandemic. A lot of strip clubs are closed. So there's, like, strippers that were on there. You kind of came in and wrecked their bag, right. you know? Um so to me, I think she should be canceled for that. At is, the same time, like she couldn't be canceled for me because I don't even care about Miss Mamas. You know. Well, I guess the question is: Is there supposed to be like a heart in the game? Like, is there supposed to be a heart in the sex game? To me, I do believe that these girls, if you are in guys, if you're signing up for OnlyFans and you're telling these people you're going to create a certain type of content, no, not not. Yeah, you shouldn't scam people. But I'm saying, like, should she have thought about or cared about what she could be doing to these other sex workers? Not if she was delivering what she said she would deliver, but yes, she should have. Don't be a scammer. You didn't have to tell people you're going to post a naked photo. You That's had true. got the subscription cost anyway. That's and true. there are plenty of girls. There's Instagram girls, and I'm sorry, not Instagram, but like YouTube mm-hmm. stars who have OnlyFans, and they post bikini pics. Mm-hmm. People are still paying for it. Right. So she could have been honest and still made money. You chose to deceive people. Yeah. And that's really the issue. It's not her being on OnlyFans as a celebrity. It's the fact that you, like Trisha Paytas is is on OnlyFans. Which still, is she she on the floor crying? No, she has sex Uh. (laughs) on OnlyFans now. She does threesomes. She does girl on girl. So, you know, I believe, like, just deliver what you say you're going to deliver. Right. That's the issue. Right. 
um, switching gears a little bit, because <laughs> I feel like we could go about that all day. We could talk about it. We really can. Miss Holly Berry, <laughs> the beautiful woman, she is in court, made a, I guess, I don't know, you would know the term. She's to, pro se. Yeah, to represent herself um, in her custody idea. case terrible or idea. divorce case against her ex-husband. <sighs> Now, this isn't too newsworthy besides the fact that it's just, like, hilariously crazy. Whenever I think about people that want to represent themselves that aren't attorneys, I just think (laughs) about, like, the most insane people. They are the most insane people. Like, they're, it's like, would you do your own surgery? Like, why why in the world? Especially for something as important as custody. So, I won't get too much into my um, background, but I am an attorney. Um, I just don't want y'all to find my job. So, (laughs) we'll leave it at that. I am an attorney. Won't even tell you the state, so you can't find my bar. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, um, I just... And this is the thing that's so crazy about Holly. I thought this was with her first husband, like, the father of her first child. I thought, oh, they're doing this again. Because there was a whole incident a couple years ago where she wanted to be able to take their child to London. And then Crystal had to tell me, no, girl, this is an issue with baby daddy number two. And I'm like, how many issues... Like, what... (laughs) How many issues? It's just so weird. It's like honestly, girl, you need you might need to go back to black men. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just, it's just a lot. I don't think that's gonna happen, but it might. Um, <laughs> I think she's very much so off them and <laughs> to each their own. But yeah, it's more so like, girl, don't represent yourself. <laughs> you have all this money for the best attorney. Does she have all this money? I mean, yeah, she's, okay. I think she's like, she has enough. Yeah, she okay. has enough, clearly, you know? So it's like, why are you trying to represent yourself? Maybe it's like a hobby or a passion project. You never know, you know, when it's just so funny to me. And it just, people always say, like, beautiful women go through the most in relationships or yeah. like have the worst live lives. Yeah. And poor Holly has always made like the poster child of that, I feel like. She just, <laughs> I feel like she just makes the worst decisions. It's really weird. It's like, does she go out of her way to just make terrible, terrible decisions in men? And, like, it's just, I don't know. Or I also wonder, which, to play, quote-unquote, devil's advocate, if she Did just... Did you say devil's? Devil's <laughs> advocate. Maybe she just is very passionate and she loves very deeply. So when things are good, they're excellent. And she's super into it. And then when it's bad, she's also passionately nasty. Or, like, you know what I mean? So do you think she's the problem? I won't say she's the problem because obviously there's a relationship, so right. both people are the problem if it fails. But not I, always. But go not, ahead. <laughs> not always, but I definitely do think that possibly she definitely has something she needs to work out in therapy, which we are all for. Right. We're, we're very pro-therapy here. We're very, very pro-therapy, as you will soon find out. So we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Um, so we just found out yesterday, and Crystal actually is the one who texted me and ruined my night, that Chadwick Boseman passed. And I don't know why this hit me so hard, because usually celebrity passings, it's always, of course, sad, but um, this made me sad. Like, <laughs> another level of sad, like a, like where I was really fighting crying. And I don't really cry when celebrities passed outside of um, Kobe. Um, but this really made me sad. Yeah, it did for me too. And I know exactly why I did. Um, first of all, 2020 has been just 
There's this TikTok where this girl goes over all the crappy things that have happened in 2020. It's a song. And just when you think about it, it's like, whoa, this year has truly sucked. And I think for me, the passing of Chad, first of all, just like reminds you that life is so fragile. And then two, the older you get, you realize how young certain ages are. Like 43 is insanely young. So young. So young. And so it just really hit me, you know, like you just don't know what today holds. People say tomorrow, and it's like, tomorrow's being generous. I don't know what <laughs> 10 minutes from now holds, you know? And that's hard. And I just, part of it, and this is so silly and superficial. So there are like four different celebrities that make up my perfect man in my mind, and Chadwick was one of them. Aww. So like, he was like a huge crush that I had and just seemed like such a gracious, like amazing man. And I'm a big Marvel head, especially like the movies, really. Um, so I've like watched almost every Marvel movie. I go out when it hits theaters. I was there in Black Panther. I don't think I dressed up because I didn't have anything to wear. But I was, you know, there in Proud. Um, saw it several times, and I just feel like what he represented for the culture for little black boys, you know, and little black girls. It just there won't be another Black Panther. I'm really sad also because they were supposed to film Black Panther 2 and they haven't yet, I don't believe. So it's like, it's just, I don't, I don't think there's a way to fill that gap, you know, like that black superhero gap that, I mean, I'm sure they're going to come out. There's other black superheroes, right? Um, But it's like, there's only one Black Panther and I don't think they can recast them. I don't think they should recast them. I just feel like he's just going to live on in our hearts, but it just... That really hit me. But I also am just so happy that he got to spend his last years making such an impact and doing what he loves. And it also just encourages me to make sure that I'm spending my time, you know, doing what I love and fulfilling my goals. Because he, in his last years, like, talk about making four years count. He really, like, just, I don't know what else he could have done in those Yeah, that really hit me, just the fact that, you know, he's been diagnosed with cancer for four years. And the fact that he made amazing bodies of work. I mean, there are so many. Black Panther, obviously, for many reasons, will be just an iconic movie, you know, kind of probably like the headliner. But there are, like, Marshall he made. Mm. There's just so many other great movies. Jack, Jackie Robinson. And then, too, it just speaks to, like, the fact, um, for me, it was also a very big reminder that we don't know what people are going through. Yeah. <laughs> and... It sounds cliche. We say it all the time, obviously, but I hope that the reflection that we have, people actually take it to heed. So the next time something tragic happens, you're not having to reflect on your behavior. Right. Watch your mouth. You know. And I didn't even know people were going in on him like that. I had definitely saw it, but at the same time, I lost my mother to breast cancer. So I understand the fact that nobody's losing 70 pounds of weight because they're going vegan or because they're... Yeah. It's typically that's not that's not something that somebody's choosing to the point where it's like a drastic weight loss. So to me, it was kind of like common sense. Why are you even making fun of this? You know, mm-hmm. and respecting celebrities' privacy yeah. also is a thing that it's kind of a side note about the fact. Yes, there are celebrities, and I'm always so grateful that they share their art with us. But sharing their art with us, sharing their talent with us, does not mean that we are obligated to receive every speck and piece of their life yeah that's just not how it works and yeah. i want for people to get that like comment comment on things like i love a good baby photo i love when we happen to catch beyonce with Rumi and sir and baby blue i love it <laughs> but at the same time i'm not obligated to that that's your yeah. life and so you know the only 
thing that makes me feel kind of like at peace and super happy for him is one his legacy and number two the fact that he got to go through what he was going through on his own terms yeah and then he had such an amazing circle around him where we didn't know what was going on right you know that really and just oh my gosh the strength i just it's it's hard but i also am just happy for him and his family that they got to have that time that they mm-hmm. got to have that privacy that they got to release release the information themselves that no one like tmz didn't scoop them like yes. i'm very happy for them for that that they he got that respect and dignity that he definitely deserves so much love and respect to him he's gonna be greatly missed absolutely that was a bummer i know <laughs> <laughs> Now to shift gears a little bit, 2020 has been a crazy year, and one thing that I'm grateful for is the pause on student loan payments and interest. Hallelujah. (laughs) Because, you know, (laughs) I definitely have a few student loans, quite a few. (laughs) It's so funny because you feel like you have quite a few student loans, and I don't feel like you have any student loans. I mean, of course. Like, um, I am one of my few friends who does not have a graduate degree, and that's probably not changing. Um, And so when I complain about my student loans, I'm sure they're like, girl, I'm a dentist. I'm an attorney, you know, and they all paid for school themselves in the sense of like getting student loans and stuff so mine is like a drop in the bucket but to me I'm like this is so much money (laughs) and I think it finally hit me when I purchased my home and I realized that like some of y'all have the cost of this home and student loan Mm -hmm. debt me I always joke that my student loans are like a a Camry like a brand new Camry (laughs) (laughs) but some people are walking around with like a three-story townhome right student loans and so it's just crazy um I actually was watching TikTok And I saw this crazy TikTok of this girl who was saying that she has been paying on her student loans for four years. I'm trying to find it. Yeah, I think you texted to me. Oh, perfect. Let me go to the text messages then. And she was saying that she was paying on her student loans for four years. She's paid $120,000 and she still owes $78,000. Okay, and you have to hear her voice. Okay, here's, here's, let me start from the beginning. I just checked my student loans because I needed to get the information to someone and what the fuck. I started with 80000 I have been paying for 10 years. Last year, I paid 6000 lump sum because that's really the only way to get it low. Uh, that took it down to 76000 after I've been paying for nine years. The grand total is I have paid one hundred and twenty thousand dollars and i still owe 76 how the fuck is this possible what i think i might be late to the game learning about this um student loans are really messed up And she's like in tears. Yeah, and it's actually crazy because I read quite a few comments. Oh, people are terrible. And people are like (laughs) lighting into her, like, oh, so you didn't understand compound interest? Oh, so. And the thing is this I went to college at 17. Literally, I did not turn 18 until three months on campus. I signed promissory notes as a 17 year old who literally didn't even have an allowance because, like, I didn't even (laughs) grow up in a house where they gave me an allowance for chores. Same. So, no, I did not understand compound interest. No. You know, and I know very few people who really did understand it. And so even outside of my, so my grad, so I did, the funny thing is I didn't graduate um, undergrad with a lot of debt, glory to God. But 
law school. Hello. And I was older when I got went to law school, but it's also the case of like, I can't, I don't know who can work and pay for law school. I don't know who can just save up and has six figures to just pay for law school. That's not the life I came from. I can't pay for law school. I couldn't pay for law school. Um, I could have done some things better just to be forthright. I could have done some things better. I could have used money better. But I have six figures in student loans. And if I hadn't done that, I, I mean, I couldn't be doing what I did now. So it's one of those things where it's like you're pushed in one end to go get an education so you can get this job, go get another education so you can be more qualified and you can better get this job. And then like, oh, be able to pay off all these things and while also living your life, regardless of what your salary is, because, you know, the uh, most most Americans aren't even making what we're making is the craziest part. But they might still have the same amount of student loans. And I'm not even making that much, to be honest. Like, I'm not making a crazy amount. But it's it's just the fact that, like, it's it's all these competing ideals of the American dream. And you do what you think you're supposed to do. But even doing what you think you're supposed to do, you realize too late that it's all a setup and it's kind of all of a scam. Um, student loans and the interest you have to pay on student loans and how you have to really direct so much money. And don't get us wrong. We listen to Dave Ramsey, right? So we get the snowball and the baby steps and how you're supposed to tackle it. But mentally, it is a lot. And then also... People are not perfect because while you're also trying to like deal with this, there are other things going on in your life, right? Like if, you know, can you imagine like you're trying to pay off your student loans, you're in a a pandemic and then black people are getting a car note, right? Black people are getting shot every day. Like it's a lot. Like people expect perfection. Like, oh, take five jobs and, and we, we'll have a a, a, a podcast. That's a whole separate episode. Where we We talk about our jobs. (laughs) Maybe like Dave Ramsey taught us because we definitely like, I know for me, I do believe in trying to not live with debt. But at the same time, I think we have to be realistic about what is available to people at the time. For example, you know, if I wanted to go to college and get a college education, the only option was student loans yeah or scholarships and yes i did get scholarships but they didn't last long and we didn't even go to an expensive school for undergrad like we went to state schools like a very good state school which we won't name because again we don't want you to find out who we are but we went to like state schools we didn't go like to an ivy league school we still it's what's supposed to be affordable but it's like the cost of things and this is what people also don't get this is intentional. It's not like, oh, it just happens to be expensive. There are all these law schools popping up, for one, because law school can intentionally be overpriced, right? Honestly, law school doesn't have to be three years. There's a lot of literature about the fact that law school can be done in two years, but they continue to keep the third year instead of like where in the UK, it might be a year where you apprentice and you actually learn and you get paid. Mm -hmm. They continue to keep a third year because they make more money. Yeah. And the fact that like they know like you all you need to to have a law school and like a medical school where you need labs for a law school, you just need a building. You can put 100 to 300 people in one class and you need a professor. And, you know, another thing just thinking about when people say, oh, did you not know about compound interest? It's like, well, yeah, schools now supply that information. But I remember that not being until maybe our sophomore or junior year of college Mm -hmm. where like they really made you sit down and under kind of like 
went into more detail about what that would mean in the future. But schools also don't provide people with like, well, what's your job prospect looking like after this? Right. Because that's the real tea. I know so many attorneys that I actually make more money than, right? And yep. they have went and they have six figures of debt for a degree that you would think they would be making like over a certain amount. Some of them are making $55,000. Mm-hmm. And then you have to think about that. Like, should somebody have set them down and be like, hey, and then, wait, the, of course I get like, what's... The hard part is even, okay, by junior year, they told us, by even sophomore year, I already have debt, right? So now this is the question of like, do I leave this school? Because that's one thing I always thought about. Like, I'm already in. Like, I already yeah. have debt. So do I leave the school without a degree? Like, even with law school, after year one, I was like, well, I mean, like one of our fr- friends, um, your roommate, she was like, <laughs> after year one. Don't be exposed to people's tea. <laughs> No, it's not, We're going to have to edit tea. this out. It's not real tea. She's like, after year one, she's like, I'm already in for a grip, okay? <laughs> after year one, she wasn't really sure, but she's like, I'm in for a grip. Yeah. She went to like a T14 school. Like, we're in. So it's one of those things where it's like, it's not a lot. If you, if you don't, and we don't even come from like a very bad background, right? We're still privileged. Um, acknowledging our privilege. But at the same time, like privilege when it comes to student to college tuition is two different things. Okay, mm-hmm. listen. When most middle class Americans cannot afford to send two kids to college. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so privilege in the sense of like, yeah, we didn't go through extreme struggle, but at the same time, like most Americans cannot afford to just flow both their kids' tuition. And that's possibly an issue too. Why does it keep getting more expensive? Keeps getting more What's expensive. new at the college that I went to that people went to five years ago? Okay. And what happened really was there used to be a cap on how much um, people students could be loaned. And once they have had legislation to take that cap off, school started raising tuition. Which is crazy. Immediately started and raising tuition. And then too, like I try to, you know, I try to pay mine off. Right now I'm using this pandemic time when we don't have interest to really stack money so that I can make a lump sum payment before the interest comes back. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also don't fault the people that are like, you know what? You're going to get this $100 a month. Until I die? <laughs> until I die or until, like, for federal ones, it's written in that they're forgiven after a certain point. For all federal. Really? Yeah, it is. Like, my Navient, they'll be forgiven after a certain point. But how, I don't how wanna, long is a certain point? I mean, it's a while. I think it's, like, 20 years. But some people, I'm like, just wait. <laughs> so I'm kind of – I used to be – I vasculate, but now I'm in a different camp. So I used to be in the camp. Full day Ramsey. I'm going to tackle these, pay this off. If you understand how much I have with student loans – it's so much um but and even with the loan forgiveness period i was like okay loan forgiveness period i'm gonna start snowballing i'm gonna tackle the smallest and then i mean my brother who's like a big mentor for me um he pays off his student loans but he's really big on creating streams of income and i realized like i just i don't know right now i'm just focused differently right now i'm focused on creating different streams of income. So my first goal um, is really making sure that I have my emergency fund solid, which it's like, why am I throwing money at student loans and I don't have my emergency fund yeah. solid? It's foolishness. So I, I need to make sure I have that solid. And then I'm focusing on streams of income while also I'm not doing anything until they start back up. But when it starts back up, I'm still not going to throw money at it the way I did. I feel like if I have my streams of income set up, and I, I have these things coming in, then I can start focusing on throwing money at them. But I feel like the capital is not maybe best used just going towards them, where I could use it now to start up things where in two years I could have enough to really just throw it at them. Yeah. And I'm also going to say something that's maybe controversial, but and I know very much specific to like the career impact that I have had, which is very unique in the sense of like I've ended up where I've ended up. Mm-hmm. And 
most people would not expect for me to have ended up there is the fact that like don't fall into the grad school hype first of all not everybody needs an MBA no (laughs) most of the jobs that you're gonna get you don't need an MBA for I went back to go get an MBA went for a year dropped out I'm still kicking myself because I have five thousand dollars of student loans from that Mm. um so don't fall into that trap don't think that you have to go to grad school if it's not undergrad I get it we're like most people at this point you need a bachelor's degree at least but definitely make sure that you're just strategic once you get through that battle about incurring more loans right you know completely agree because it definitely will catch up on you and like these are for-profit places yeah they're not people like to be like oh phoenix this whatever that <laughs> low-key like all these other state schools it's a phoenix they want your money yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're charging you 500 dollars to use a computer that you already paid for <laughs> in the tuition so just be smart about that because you'll end up tacking on even more debt with a higher interest rate and then you agree you're back in the cycle <laughs> well we're gonna take a little break and then we'll be right back at it So, Crystal, tell me about your week. What's been going on with you? Well, first of all, I had my review at work. (laughs) And that was cool, but I'm not going to start there because work is a little boring. I'm going (laughs) to talk about um, dating. Okay. (laughs) I got back on the dating apps, y'all. So, officially, it's funny, actually. I sent a text in our group chat (laughs) last weekend. Like, it's been one year since I got dumped. (laughs) We're going to have a whole podcast about you getting dumped because that was that was an experience. Because a year ago, I went through probably the worst breakup I have ever experienced. Not probably. It is, in fact, the worst. I feel like we went through it. Yeah, we definitely went through it. I think any friend that I have has experienced this breakup with me because, quite frankly, I was mental um, in ways that you can't even describe. Like, truly did not think I would live to see another day from heartbreak. so dramatic but so true just ripped my little heart out and so it's just funny because you know a year ago I was being dumped and now I'm like so much in my life has changed I'm so happy um now I know he wasn't the one but it's just interesting like how that year flew by but also that year was so slow (laughs) and I won't go into details because I'm literally going to record an episode about it and I want for Chizzy to tell me her real thoughts because (laughs) because you know when your friend is like supporting you they can't necessarily say what they really feel and so sometimes you're saying crazy stuff and they're just like yeah I trust you I understand, but really they're thinking like, stupid bitch, if you it don't get... Even, and I know we're going to talk about it, but it was just the most concerned I've ever been for you Yeah, in my life. like, I won't go too much in detail, but basically, I've, y'all, I've I would be... more concerned my, for any friend. I would be in my cubicle crying at work, okay? In my cubicle sobbing. Like, one time one of my coworkers IM'd me on Skype and was like, is that you whimpering? <laughs> I think I heard you whimpering. And then I just <laughs> lunch break some in the car crying. So to see myself when you're out, way to go me. With that being said, it's been a year and I'm ready to be back in these streets. Yes. So I got on the dating apps again. Um pre my ex, my lineup was like the league, bumble, tinder, hinge. I was hitting them all. Now I am trying to like slow it down so i'm just using bumble and hinge okay 
both are very interesting bumble has a lot of white men which i'm not opposed to they're cool but it's also always that like weird dynamic oh wait don't don't give it all because we're going to talk about that next week about <laughs> these dating apps so i'm back online dating and that's a big thing um and then work i had my annual review and my boss told me that i needed better time management <laughs> i don't even think i told you that no. like in real life yeah she didn't say it badly. She's like, nothing's ever late. Everything's always on time. But sometimes it seems like you're like down to the wire or mm. that you might commit to more than like you can really do, which is very much my personality to be like, I'd love to double book if you know me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, girl, I'll meet you for dinner. Yeah, I'll meet you at Pilates. And then I show up to nothing because then I'm like, actually, I just want to <laughs> lay in bed and eat ice cream. So my boss was basically like, you know, your time management, not the best. And I was like, say less. First of all, we're in a pandemic, so I'm working from home. And I've been working from home since March, which is a very long time when I think about it. Girl. Absolutely, my time management is not the best now, which has led me to kind of change some things. But that's my week. What about you? So speaking of working from home, I can't do it. It is not for me. The funny thing is, when the pandemic started, I was like, thank you, Lord Jesus. This is a sign from heaven. This is directly for me. I needed a break. And I was like, yes, I get to work from home. It'll be more relaxing. No, I can't work from home. I can't, at least I can't work five days from home. I can't, I'm not, I'm like useless. Like I'm not good. Honestly, it's more stressful, weirdly for me to. Oh, for sure, same. It's just like, I just feel like, because, okay, this is the problem. I won't be doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And then I start having anxiety because I'm like, the clock's ticking. It's 1030. How much work have I got done? I haven't got a lot done. So now I only have a couple more hours left, but I'm still not doing anything. And so I'll work myself up into this like anxious little frenzy. And so um, lately I have literally been getting my butt up at seven, getting ready, taking my little doggy out. I'm a new dog mom, which I'll talk about too. Um, but like, and then getting my butt to the office by like 7.38 and working at the office. And it is the best thing ever. Because once I come home, I'm like, I'm done. I think, yeah, it's like the separation between church and state, kind of. Yeah. Which people don't get that how if you work especially like a stressful job or like a job that is very demanding, the saving grace is being able to shut that computer or log out, grab Mm -hmm. your purse, and leave the building. Right. When you're at home, it's like, okay, somebody sends an email at 10.15, I'm answering that email, and that makes it difficult. And you feel guilty because, like, you're more prone to do that because you know that you haven't been working all the time, right? Yeah. So it's like, oh, I have to do more. Whereas, like, even if I'm, like, taking a 10-minute Twitter break, it's like, I'm at the office, okay? (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. no one's going to tell me anything. My butt is here, and no one else is. So I love that. Um, Also, I'm sure my dog is like, where has she been? So I became a dog mom during the pandemic best decision i've ever made i should have started earlier and y'all i'm gonna keep it 100 i'm shocked because <laughs> when she first of all the real tea is she started with saying she was gonna um foster eight puppies and the mother <laughs> and right away i was like okay this is a very chizzy thing to like make this huge decision very impulsive go buy all the stuff and then next week we'll be like you know so i was worried luckily the eight puppies did not end up being the thing and so now i'm like I'm very proud. I love it. I'm just—he's <laughs> changed. His name is Buddy. You'll see him Monday. Changed my entire little life. I am like—I'm just so happy. Like it's so weird, but it's like one of the things that I thought weirdly. Like I can't get a dog until I'm uh, married. Like I need a partner. It's too much for me. It might sound silly to some, but I really completely was like, I can't be a single woman with a dog because I have a very like demanding career, right? But 
I just, it's amazing. I love him. I love the things, the ways, he's, the ways that he has changed my life and how he's just positively affected my mental health. And he's just like the perfect dog for me. So just my little, my little munchkin. Aww. You know? He has my heart, you know. I'm very proud. Thank you. I'm proud of myself too. Like I gave myself a little sticker. Like you have been a dog mom for like five months. Right. So. And he's from the shelter. I thought I fostered him at first. I thought I was going to just keep him and then eventually give him back. And then one day they were like, hey, we have a rescue. And I was like, you're never seeing this dog again. Okay, come take this $50. Put his name off the list because you are never getting this dog back. So we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. I think um, as I've gotten older, I cancel less and less people. Really? Yeah. I'm I think just, I cancel more. Really? I'm like, <laughs> uh, I really don't care that much. Um, <laughs> like, I don't even care enough to cancel people, kind of. That makes sense. Like, I'm that older. Makes sense. Yeah. I think, and I guess, I mean, so I feel like we have to break up cancel culture because people throw it all in together. For me, I'm all for canceling racists and ruining their lives. I personally just feel like, um, for so long, especially as black people, we felt kind of powerless with these microaggressions and sometimes full out aggressions. And so I love the fact now that racists can't always be anonymous and do whatever they want and get away with it. I love that now they're having to deal with repercussions. And I, I know there's a contingent that's like, you shouldn't ruin their lives. Da, da, da. I'm not the one calling their jobs, except for the lady with the dog. I did call that job. <laughs> Yeah, I don't blame you. But outside of that, like, I'm not calling anyone's jobs or doxing people, which is kind of hypocritical because I don't want y'all to call mine. But I'm not a racist. (laughs) (laughs) But um, so for one, are you fine with that type of canceling? Canceling racists for like... Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I don't even know if that's... See, when I think of canceling, I think of like celebrities. Okay. Because it's like, I can't cancel Joan from down the street in accounting. You know, like, I can't cancel her necessarily. I can like make sure that her life is ruined possibly (laughs) but like when i think of canceling i think of like i'm no longer supporting your your venture or anything that you do like that's what i think of canceling. that makes sense so okay so here's the question can you cancel someone you never supported because i feel like a lot of times when it's like a cancel party sometimes it's like were y'all over like chris chris set more what's her name chris set michelle michelle i was gonna say morrison (laughs) i i was never a big chris michelle Okay, so I struggle so much with Chrisette Michelle and the fact that, like, I, whenever she performed, I canceled her so fast, right? I was like, girl, you got to go, sweetie. It's right, done. So. Were you a supporter before? I love her, like, the last CD I can remember. I don't know what it is. Very, very much so, like, heartbreak tunes. Love it. Obsessed with it. Listen to it. Sometimes still. Um, so so I, then she wasn't canceled. But, no, I canceled her for a while. Now okay. I have a different perspective. Okay. So, originally when she performed, I canceled her, like, so quick, you know? Mm-hmm. She was an R&B divas. And then, two R&B divas made her super unlikable. I remember <laughs> that. So, I feel like it was so easy for people to cancel her because of that. Okay. But, after the performance, I definitely canceled her. However, as the years have gone on, I've realized how it's so easy to cancel black women that people do in record time Mm. they want to get you up out of here but when it comes to black male celebrities and holding them accountable it seems to be a lot harder to get that going so what black women do you feel have been canceled i believe doja cat they're trying to is she sorry what okay i'm not going down that road (laughs) first of all (laughs) let's be very clear yeah (laughs) so that might get edited out sorry sorry (laughs) 
we can have that conversation after we have some actual listeners. I'm, just, I'm not trying to get canceled <laughs> off on one episode and lose my check. Okay. <laughs> so Doja Cat is considered a black woman. Yes, Doja okay. Cat is. Do you consider Tracee Ellis Ross a black woman? Do you consider yes. Barack Obama black? Is I honestly didn't know Doja Cat was black. I thought she oh, was another race. Oh, I thought you were being funny. No, she's, no. she has a black father. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, so she is black. Okay. I mean, the, the, on, to be honest, there's so many racially ambiguous people who, yeah, who act Doja like Doja Cat is black. Okay, okay. She's half black, so okay. she's multi-biracial. Okay. So, like, you know, I think of, like, Doja Cat. Um, um, what's the lady that asked about – she's – Gail, they tried to cancel Gail. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they try to get black women up out of here. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is, like, black male celebrities be ready. Like, yeah, get her. She has to go. And it's like, well, where's that energy? Nowhere so, to be found. Anyway, with Chrisette Michelle, my transition has been yes, initially, girl, you were canceled. But once I thought about it, I was like, why am I having all this energy for her and allowing for society to stop her bag when y'all don't want to stop abusers' bags, people that talk terrible about black women? You know, so it's like a hard thing for me. The only thing with Christophe Michelle is that she was canceled because she was supporting someone who also <laughs> is someone who should be canceled, right? Like, yeah. she was going to sing at Trump's inauguration so it's that's where it's like I'm fine with her being canceled I'm fine with her losing her back because it's like you're supporting someone who's also against black women and who's also very harmful so I mean but I do agree I mean these men do a lot like they're the only successful canceled men man or black man that I can say um is R. Kelly and it took 20 years yeah and then at that point it's like do I even give credit for that because that's kind of (laughs) one of those situations where it's like you had no other option. Mm-hmm. And some people still do not. Oddly enough, it is a lot of women as well who yeah. haven't canceled him. But it's like for the people that finally did get on board, it's because we had so much proof and mm-hmm. so much, so many stories where you had no other option. At this point, it's shameful for you to walk around and loud and proud. It's funny because it's like we're canceling him over pedophilia. Yeah. Like it, even with something that extreme, it took so many years it took for that, him to yeah. be canceled. Like what's going on here? And then, like, again, you know, the alleged him, and I say alleged because her family denies it, that allegedly he was married to Leah. Like, even that did not get him no. canceled. So, it wouldn't even take pedophilia. It took repeated violent mm-hmm. pedophilia, kidnapping, like, yeah. all these other things. And it's not funny, but it's like, but he's done so much that it's like, where do we start? Like, he should have been canceled so long ago. So, there's some people that I feel like should have been canceled, but they're too big to be canceled, right? Do you want to hear my rundown? What's your rundown? Okay. Who's the uncancelable? So you're going to you're gonna feel away about this first one. <laughs> Let's see how much time we have. Okay. The first one is Drake. Now, he... Oh, just give me a second. He Tell is... Me what's really going on? <laughs> okay, so he is on kind of like a pause cancel. Not a full cancel, but kind of like on hold. I just feel like there's a lot... And I... Personally, I love Drake's music, but I just feel like there's a, I don't want to make another R. Kelly. That's my big thing. And I feel like there's just been a lot that's come out about Allegations. A lot of allegations that repeated. Repeated. I mean, there's, well, some things aren't alleged. I'm just going to let you know we don't get sued. Oh, no, no, something's (laughs) on video. So the video with him and the 16, 17 year old girl, 16 year old girl on stage that he's kissing after he knows she's 17. Uh huh. Um, And then the fact that he was 
accused or supposedly was dating a 16 or 17 year old model mm-hmm. um and then there's his relationships with i think it's billy ellis or whatever her name is and that other young um actress who were like 13 where he texts them and there's a friendship which some people are saying this is grooming behavior um but there's no like it doesn't seem like there's any boys that age that he's doing the same stuff with so i mean those are red flags are they not um they are (laughs) when you run it down like that that is concerning i am seeing your perspective (laughs) you know that's true um i would i cancel drake over those things no so i guess that's true he is uncancelable for me and that's i think for me i just the fact that like those allegations are so um relevant right now and he has never spoken on them or spoken he's never spoke on it um that is also concerning for me yeah but he came out and spoke on the blackface stuff he'll talk about a rap beef but like you're being accused of like grooming young girls and there's nothing and i understand sometimes people don't say anything because they don't want to feed into a narrative but it's like uh there's just a lot of stuff yeah and then actually i don't want to say that because i feel like that will sound like crazy because i'm sure the same could be said for like the r kelly situation but it's like do these parents also are they aware of the situation are they aware of the text messages are they reading their kids phones does that matter or is that still well but that's a whole different i mean they at least the two young girls billy whatever and the other girl um they've said it in interviews so it's out there that's what really brought it up to my attention where people of course twitter was like he's done this and this and this and they're saying that he's texting them and they talk to him about boys and it's like drake is older than us and he's texting 13 year old girls giving them advice yeah that's creepy behavior it's just if my husband was doing it i'd be like what's wrong with you that's creepy behavior that would be a red flag if my child was doing it i would say that's like y'all didn't grow up together y'all aren't family why is he texting you that's true that's a good team he's older than me i'm not texting no 13 year old boy yeah that's true so it's weird and now maybe it's hollywood stuff but hollywood is also full of pedophiles so i don't want to normalize stuff that hollywood yeah. does but i also think another uncancelable person not to shift too much is um chris brown oh yeah i mean i think he <laughs> has been a crown fake canceled on and off he was uncancelled before we even started using the term canceled if right. that makes sense he just can do no wrong chris brown chris brown has been fake canceled so many times yeah, for sure. Not by me. I've can't. He was canceled, and I have not uncanceled him. Yeah, I feel like you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say this. I mean, he's canceled in the sense I will never buy a concert ticket. I will never buy anything he markets necessarily. I would never buy any merch. Will I listen to a tune or two? Yes. On that note, the only song he does have a song that is in my workout plan. See, and that's the hard thing where it's like, for me, canceling always gets difficult where I have to let go of the work Mm -hmm. as well as the artist. Right. And I don't know if I'm willing to do that for some situations if I'm keeping it honest. That's hard. That is the hardest part. And then also, there's also the question that I have where, and it depends on the level of cancellation, right? Because to me, there are different cancellations. There's a cancellation where it's like, I'm just never going to come out of my pocket for you. 
But if I don't have to come out of my pocket, I might listen to you, like if I already have Spotify, but I'm never going to come out of my pocket. I'm never going to buy anything. I'm never going to go to a concert. Then there's a cancellation where it's like, anything that might get you money, I'm not doing, right? Yeah. So it's like, I'm not going to give you Spotify streams. I'm not going to give you clicks, nothing, right? Even if it doesn't cost me money, right? Yeah. And then the ultimate cancellation for me is the retroactive cancellation, where it's like, I'm not going to listen to anything that you've ever done and anything you do in the future. Like, you are, like, so, which the hardest for me was R. Kelly, because it's like, so much body of work and Kanye, Kanye yeah. is one I still struggle with because he has so many songs that I love, but I can't stand that man. And yeah. so it's it's a hard one because I love Stronger. I love um, a workout plan. Like there's so many songs, even so many albums that I love from Kanye. Kanye was one yeah. of the few people where like there, there was one year where the only albums I bought was Pink Friday and my um, Dark Fantasy. Right. Like went out and got the physical copy. So... I loved him at one point, but he is dead to me now. Um, now, here's a random question. I know you might have a list. I feel like you will because you're a lot stronger on this cancel <laughs> viewpoint than I am. Would you ever say cancel a country, a restaurant, um, a city? I cancel restaurants. All, first of all, I do Google reviews. Okay? Okay. <laughs> so not only will I cancel you, I'll make sure nobody comes back. Okay. I will put a review down very quickly um and like i have places saved in my phone as never go back <laughs> i really do so yes i'll cancel a restaurant a country is hard for me greece has been out of pocket lately with you know putting um immigrants on rafts and sending them into the water some children yeah and so that's a struggle for me because greece was definitely i love to travel i wanted to go to greece but how do I reconcile supporting financially the tourism in a country that will do something like that? Um, and then the same with DR, where I remember when everything was going on with them trying to take back the Haitian citizenship. And I was like, I don't want to support DR either, you know, because, you know, I'm coming there and I'm helping you and you're hurting other black people. But then it's also hard because it's like, look at America. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think that's the hard thing for me. I'm very much so, it's my personality, as you know, to be like, well, what could I have done better? Well, mm. what am I doing wrong in this situation too? And so whenever I think about canceling other countries and stuff, it's like, okay, that sounds terrible, but like, we also have immigration that is vicious. We right. put kids in cages in America. Now, I'm not America. I'm an American, but mm -hmm. I'm not, you know, so it's like, kind of like, okay, and I still account and say, you know, this is terrible what we're doing here and speak out against it. Right. But it's always that interesting thing where it's like, yeah, this is terrible. This is how they're choosing to, quote unquote, terrible term, but protect their borders. Mm -hmm. And America's doing equally terrible things. But obviously, like, this is where I live. This right. is my home. So, but yeah, I agree. I know when we went to the Dominican Republic several years ago, we met really great people that were Haitian, that worked in the Dominican Republic. I think our butler specifically, I remember him being such an amazing guy. Mm -hmm. And shortly after we got home is when the things really started to pick up with the way they were treating the Haitian citizens as far as trying to really take their birth certificates and things like that. So I agree, it's hard. It's very hard. I still don't know. I don't think I'll go back to the ER though. I mean, for several reasons though. <laughs> 
they've had a rough go at it. I hope their tourism is doing okay because I think about any island country where they rely so much on tourism and after a certain amount of bad press, it's just really, you know, I don't want anybody starving from hunger. That's true. I don't want people not able to feed their kids. And the reality is that there are a lot of people that, you know, when they went through the liquor thing, Mm -hmm. that really hit them hard too. So I wish them the best. Personally, I would not go back. No. The liquor the fact that I don't want to be supporting some place that is treating their neighbor like that, you know, and I have the choice to not do it. Exactly. But okay. So sometimes I feel like people are way too quick. And I think that's the whole issue that people have with cancel culture is that like it goes too far. So the whole thing with Lecrae where he was on a stage and the the saddest part is I, I like the pastor. Um, I I like a lot of his sermons, but he was on a stage with a pastor who was saying um, he when he tries to explain white privilege to his uh, to his um, his congregations he he because white privilege is such an offensive word he'll describe it as white blessing, and of course that was like a you can't be serious right? But um, people were upset at Lecrae for not speaking out when he said it this is the thing though i don't think people were even mad at lecrae for not speaking out people were mad because we live in a generation of social media news which means that you log on to twitter you see a one minute clip and you think that is the sum of the conversation Mm -hmm. so i think he truly got a lot of blame before most people had even seen the full interview Mm. i know me i still haven't seen the full interview i just saw more clips of the interview (laughs) that led me to a more logical view of what was happening but for so many you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. and that's what's scary about in general getting your news I love Twitter because I think the positive is that you get news quickly right you do know what's going on places that you might not know otherwise things that aren't important to mainstream media that are super important to us get covered but it's definitely like you have to be careful with that right so true but yeah they were trying to cancel him they were trying to get him up out of here and I felt very bad for him once I saw it but at first I was like oh you just let this man tell you that slavery was a blessing (laughs) i kind of was on the same wave until i said whoa let me research more and even i mean there's some people who i get why you know they might want to cancel them like the whole jimmy fallon thing um okay what happened with jimmy fallon because i saw that so he had like a skit so this is also what's very interesting right some things that were deemed okay which Never, I don't ever want to say that because it was okay in that era that that makes it morally right, right? But some things that were palatable back then, they're coming up now, and it's not palatable anymore, right? Yeah, and that's hard for me with comedy. That is very hard. Because I love comedy. I love some very inappropriate comedy sometimes. Mm -hmm. There are some quote-unquote redneck comedians that I find, like, funny on occasion. You know what I mean? Like, But their humor is very different from what I, you know? So I struggle with that because, again, like you said, things that were okay in 2008 for you to joke about, even black comedians. Oh, for for sure. It's like, honey, you said what? For sure. And the funniest thing is like, so Kings of Comedy, a classic comedy movie. Bernie Mac, one of his most famous skits was about his cousin, or not his cousin, his nephew, Nephew. and calling Mm -hmm. him the slur, the gay slur. Um, That could never go over now. And he's passed, so no one can really cancel him for that. But when that came out, no one really batted an eye. And so it's kind of hard with things that people could have said. But at the same time, and this is why it's also like, it's it's so many levels to this, because it's also like certain white people never, like Eminem, looking back, 
he said horrible thing about killing women and he's still but whatever anyway um but jimmy fallon he um was doing a skit where he was pretending to be chris rock and he had like a darker makeup on acting like chris rock right and so people were canceling him over blackface and he came out very contrite and the thing is and i hate to put like different this is okay and this isn't he wasn't really doing like um affectations of being black he was being trying to be chris rock right Mm -hmm. so which to me at least makes doesn't make doesn't offend me as much you know when it's not like you're not being trying to act like a stereotypical black person right um but still we don't support blackface so he came out very contrite he spoke to the president of NAACP about what he can do how he can learn better how he can move better going forward he was very apologetic very owning up to it and to me I I appreciate that and I feel like I kind of understand where things a decade or so ago may not have been as to the forefront and people can learn and grow and some people are like, nah. And I completely understand if you're like, nah, too. Because there's certain things where it's like, Jeffree Star, I don't care how long ago it was. Jeffree Star is always canceled for me. Always. Yeah, I think that's so, an interesting discussion about the growth, allowing people to grow. And also realizing what time it came out in. Mm-hmm. Because, again, me, I am not going to retroactively cancel a comedian for something that they did in 2008. When, first of all, like, the enlightenment of people, right. the, the awareness of people, it's a whole different time. Right. Millennials are a whole different generation as far as us being aware. Like, terms that weren't even terms like that. Even in college, I don't remember cultural appropriation being, like, a major term that was right. just getting floated around and people understanding it. So, there's I have to be aware, too, that, like, things have changed for the better. Yeah. In the sense that we are holding people accountable. Even like Halloween. I know, baby, I have, <laughs> the options are limited. And that's for, I mean, they're not limited. They're vast. But at the same time, like, it's a whole different ballgame. In college, I know for sure there is probably a costume picture of me right now dressed up as an Indian or something, which is inappropriate. I'm right. sorry, not an Indian, a Native American. Let me correct myself. So, but then we didn't even think mm-hmm. like that, you know? Mm-hmm. However, I've gotten more enlightened. I've become more aware of, like, how this is damaging. Right. So it gets hard, but... And so, and I completely agree. And I, that's why I feel like I'm, I'm more in the camp of... But, and, and this is where it also gets hard, right? So while I am in the camp of um, not holding comedians for certain things they did... I still don't agree that, like, when a 19-year-old YouTuber gets called out for, like, three years ago using the N-word, nah. I, I just, I'm still, like, I don't, I, yes, you can grow and whatever, but I don't, it's so weird that there are so many white people who, like, have this past history of being racist. Like, a, a overtly racist. Not like, oh, I did this thing that might be innocuous but offensive. But, like, no, I was overtly racist in a period. And I just don't think that's a normal, like, it's weird to me that that's so common that there's like a normal period of time where it's like oh yeah during my teens i was very racist towards black people yeah and i guess it's hard because again when cancellations like i don't even think of racism being in the mix for me as a black woman it's common sense like (laughs) you said something racist yes you're canceled i don't even think when i think of canceling i think about people in my own community which is interesting how we have a different Mm -hmm. viewpoint on that because i don't even think like of course if you were running around saying in this in that I don't care. I do believe that, yes, they can grow and learn, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to be a supporter that watches you grow and learn. That's true. You know. That's so true. So, okay, do you, who's on your cancel list? Because I have a list. Kodak Black, 
He's on mine too. He's on my cancel list. Um, Forever. And I mean, probably Jeffree Star. Just yep. because I support Jackie Ina. Jackie, if you ever hear this girl. <laughs> we love you. Team usage. Jackie, 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 Jackie. Jackie, Jackie. Okay, Jackie. nobody asked you to do all that. <laughs> <laughs> but we do support her. And so. Did that, you buy her candle? No, I didn't because I didn't they either. sold out. Oh, they sold <laughs> Very out? Very quickly. Oh. <laughs> um, but I will support, you know. But yeah, that's probably it. I, I don't have a long list. Okay, so here's my list. <laughs> Drake has a cancel hold. So he's not canceled, but there is a hold on him right okay. now. So I just, I, love I, have, to, I have to know more. <laughs> so I'm going to try not to give him coin coin, but he's not canceled officially. Um, Chris Brown is canceled forever. Jennifer Lopez is canceled forever for several reasons. Um, Jennifer Lopez is such an interesting... Cancel? Oh, I, I can't yeah. stand her. Well, for one, she was an All Lives Matterer. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, she tweeted All Lives Matters when Black Lives Matters first was coming out a couple years ago. Mm. She tweeted All Lives Matters. Okay. Which is like, I hate when people are so close to the culture to use it and benefit from it and grow from it. But then you don't even have to be down for the cause, but like you literally are going out of your way to disrespect the culture that you uh, appropriate and leech on and get rich on. You're Mm. dead to me. So, and then on top of that, like, the fact that you know she does she is a, an appropriator she does leech on the culture she also literally like steals black women's voices and uses it for profit so she's canceled but really what did it for me was the all eyes matters with the whole background of her whole like if anyone should be an ally you should be mm. so she's canceled um daniel caesar Daniel Caesar. I still don't remember what Daniel <laughs> did, but caped, that was very swift. He caped for a white girl who was being dragged for, like, racism. Like, caped okay. for her and said, y'all can cancel me. I remember. So, Daniel Caesar's canceled. Um, Ready, said Kodak back and Jeffree Star. Kanye West is canceled. Even though his one is weird because certain songs I'm struggling with to let go. But Kanye West, I will never support now him again. Now let me ask you this about the Kanye West. Kanye West is clearly struggling from a mental health break. So if he gets better in three years, he gets his medication. Can he redeem himself in your mind? No, I mean I'll be. It's not like I'll hate him, but I'll just never support him. Okay. Because it's not even just his current. Like this is. It's been going on for a decade for him. I started canceling Kanye West. Um, I. It wasn't even the. So when he started doing the Jesus stuff and comparing himself to Jesus, and then he just. I mean, and I understand he has mental health issues, but. I just, I'll never support him. There's so much that he said. I don't know how he'll ever be able to atone for all he said, in my opinion. Um, also, there's certain people who should have been canceled who aren't. I don't understand how 50 Cent has been canceled yet. Like, 50 Cent is an evil, evil man. <laughs> <laughs> He's just very wicked. And he even said recently, like, I'll have to, like, shoot someone or go to jail to get canceled. No one's going to cancel yeah. me. Well, I think that speaks to the fact that certain people, when they start off with a certain image, celebrities, mm. it's easy for them to, of course, they don't get canceled. Like, people that start off wilding out, you just start to normalize it. They start the bar where people normalize it. That's so true, because he started out with beef. Yeah, and there's so many examples of that in Hollywood. So I can't think of any right now, but that's what Why happens. isn't Trey Songz canceled? Because Trey Songz... First of all, Trey Songz is not canceled because it's all recent or fairly recent within like the past year or two. But didn't Kiki was a year or two ago? Yeah, okay. also no shade to Trey Songz because Ready will still forever be an album. <laughs> but Trey Songz is not that famous for him to be canceled like mm. that. And that's also the real tea. He that's is true. like a C-list or B-list celebrity. You cannot call him C-list. 
Trey Songz is not Trey Songz is not getting invited to the Grammys probably. And no, stuff, but he, you know he like, is at least not, B-list. He, you he's can B-list not. in our culture, but you have to think about like grand scheme. You know, I feel like Trey Songz is really, really top at a point. I don't know. Maybe I don't. Know. <laughs> okay, um, Michael Jackson is he? Can we? I'm not going there. <laughs> to be very clear with you, I already told you that before you started recording. We gonna have to break from the um scene, y'all. <laughs> I already told you I'm not going down that road. Wrong road. <laughs> Wrong road. In the words of Portia from Real Housewives of Atlanta, reverse that little truck and back it up. So we not. And we're no, not. we shall not. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Moving forward. <laughs> the Kardashians. Why are they never canceled? Because they're the Kardashians. I mean, first of all, this is the thing. People love to hate the Kardashians. People love to hate them, love to find every set up paparazzi photo and pick them apart so you don't cancel them because some of y'all find entertainment from talking bad about them which is a sickness in itself if we keeping it a book but i mean people love to hate the kardashians mm-hmm. so of course like and then what if the kardashians do that that's that is that bad for them to be canceled what it makes what have they done this terrible <sighs> enough to be canceled i really can't think of anything people just don't like them y'all feel some type of way that y'all made them famous and now you don't want to blame yourself for allowing yourself to allow people into our spaces repeatedly and much of our culture and then you get mad about it that's the real tea blame yourself for watching the kardashians for five seasons before you got some common sense for allowing them to get three spin-offs before you got some common sense i feel like i'm being attacked and i'm, I'm just not the saying problem. like people get, people get mad like that think about true. it did you I not watch know. the show i watch the show but i'm not trying to cancel them i don't care enough i'm indifferent i'm not buying lip kits i'm not whatever that's true. i don't so i don't care like and i don't think kylie i like when she gives us a look or two kim you're Sometimes right. I don't funny. know what it's like, they've done. So I guess it's just like it's just overkill. It's a lot of overkill. But you're right. I don't know what they've done to be canceled. So yeah, for me at least, I don't know. Like, are they? Is there an argument for the like? The, yeah, they're a little bit annoying. Yeah, you're tired of them being the only thing on ETV. You're tired of them selling us everything. Culture if you're not millionaires. Appropriation. I mean, yeah, I could see how that's an argument. But I understand it's not it's not the strongest argument compared yeah, to the other people we've named. I, I get that. Um, wait, let me finish my cancel list real quick. So ASAP Rocky, understandable. Canceled, canceled, canceled. Paula White, who much most people probably don't know unless they're in the evangelical system like circle. She was um, I well, growing up. I would watch you know TD Jakes, Paula White, Joyce Myers, and then when Trump came out, she became one of his advisors and. Any evangelical who supports Trump is canceled to me, but she actually used to watch, so that was kind of sad for me. She was also Tyra Banks' life coach at one point, mm. so very interesting. Terry Crews is just... I, I don't even i don't even know if I'd consider him canceled, more so that I, I never just want to see him or Yeah, because it's like, Terry Crews, what am I <laughs> supporting anyway? And this is an interesting one. She's not technically canceled, but she's just on my... I kept always wanting to listen to her music, and now I just never will. Lana Del Rey. I'm just, I'm never going to support her. Yeah, understandable. So my real litmus test for cancellation is black women. If you disrespect black women, you're just canceled for me. So yeah, that's I think that's really... probably mine too at this point. Like, those are the ones where... I would so should Little Wayne? I, Little Wayne is kind of on the fence. Canceled, Grant. I don't care enough about him. He's one of those, but also like I feel like he's disrespectful to black women, especially dark skinned black women. So I try not to like really. Yeah, and I guess for me, when I think about it, 
the only people I'm buying concert tickets for are Beyonce and Drake. <laughs> so typically, it's like, I don't really have that many people to cancel. I'm not buying CDs anymore. I don't follow any celebrities on Instagram, you except don't? for Drake. He's the only one. <laughs> and he could get unfollowed tomorrow. I really wouldn't care that much. Right. Like, it's not really... In general, I want for y'all to cancel your obsession with celebrities. That's the real tea. Cancel thinking that celebrities are more than humans, okay? Because sometimes we tend to, like, yeah, they're going to disappoint you. But also, why are y'all standing them or whatever? Nicki Minaj should be added to that list. She needs to be canceled, probably. Ooh. But don't come for me, Barb. Stop didn't say I cancel her. But we're talking about, I mean, like, there is a valid consensus. reason, domestic violence. Yeah, general consensus. People probably... Would want her canceled, I guess. That is true. Like, also, people wanted Cardi canceled. Yeah, for trying to set those people up. Mm-hmm. That was interesting. Okay. Okay. All right. So, let's go ahead and get to our question of the day. So, here's the question. To block or not to block? So, we know about canceling celebrities, but we can also cancel people in our everyday lives. <laughs> and I'm a big I'm a big blocker. Crystal is not. And I always try to bring her more to the dark side of blocking, and she refuses. So, to block or not to block, what gets a man blocked for you? Because you don't block anyone. Yeah, I really don't. <laughs> and I'm disgusted. <laughs> I really don't block. Let me not say that. I block people when actually, like, I really care about them. Like, No, you sometimes you still don't. No, I do block them, but, like, I'm still engaging with them. It's, I do, like, I'm petty. So, How do you engage with someone who's For blocked? example, like, I'm like, you just pissed me off today, so I'm blocking you for the next 12 hours. Very toxic. I'm working on it, whatever. But, like, that's my main thing. But once I'm done with you and, like, I'm good on you, I typically don't need to block but also, if you hurt me and I'm worried that I'm going to, like, get drunk and triple text to you, I'll block you so that I don't get a response back, which is a little crazy. But, um, but in general, I will block a guy. I have blocked guys before. Um, if I know I'm not interested, but I gave them my number at the club, and now I just don't <laughs> want them calling me anymore. Number two, if you do something, like, really terrible, I can't think of any examples right now, but probably I would block. But blocking doesn't make me feel good really yeah it doesn't bring me it actually i feel great it bothers me more i think like did they text me what are they saying that's more so what i think it doesn't make me feel like oh i blocked them now they're gone out of my mind i feel so first of all like there are levels to this right so i love blocking someone deleting their number and like deleting any way to get to them it just for one it's okay so a guy will get blocked if he's disrespectful, like very disrespectful, blatantly disrespectful. Um, you're just going to get blocked. Also, if he's a time waster, because there are some like vampire guys who like they have no intentions for you, but they just refuse to be out of your life. And they yeah. just want to pop up and just waste all of your time. And I just it just gets to the point where it's like, I can't I can't do this with you. So the, they'll get blocked as well. Um and then sometimes it's like if there's just if it's just it's too antagonistic like we but just, don't you wish you had some of those time wasters now in this pandemic when no you're locked in the house actually no because oh. literally it's just so it's so draining <laughs> at a point because it's like you are getting in line to waste my time like you just you i don't know what it does i don't know what it does for men to just waste time but like I, I just can't. So, but I feel wonderful when I block someone. Like, I feel, yeah. so, it releases endorphins for me. <laughs> like, That's so interesting. Because it does the total opposite for me. It does more damage than good. Really? I love it. And then I also love that, like, I'll never have to worry about 
because this is the thing i i'm not good at not reacting sometimes so like if i see something number one it's already messed up my vibe i've already absorbed the negative energy and then number two now i'm gonna have to fight with myself about not responding yeah that's Whereas true. if you're blocked i don't even know if you message me i don't know what you've done you're done there's no yeah, way you can true. contact me i don't have to i can my space and my energy is protected and I can just be free to just move on. Because I'm a very person who can quickly get out of sight, out of mind. So I love blocking. I support blocking. Do I unblock people? Not really. Um, there are some people, some exceptions to the rule where um, there's one guy who I unblocked and it was not a good idea. Because usually the people I unblock are the people who are hardest for me to let go that I should let go. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. So, but most people, when they're blocked, they stay blocked. I'll even, like, I love when they try to hit you up at, like, a different place. Like, they'll hit you up on WhatsApp, and it's like, oh, thank you for reminding me to block you here. Like, you're going to be blocked everywhere. Yeah. Um, Have you ever been blocked? For sure. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you so confident about that? I mean, because I think, yeah, I have been. I don't care. Because this is the thing, in the words of Nikki, no man wants to be my ex. Like, so <laughs> they'll get mad at me. They might block me, and then they unblock me. And you know what's funny though? Because um, one of our friends, she she's also a Virgo, and she's that way too. Where she's like, oh, they'll block me, and I'm like, if a man blocked me and I knew it, we'd be done. Yeah, I don't I'm, really care that much. I mean, because I own the fact, like I'm on the pe- like I will be laying next to you in bed, and you piss me off. And I'm like, oh, I'm deleting your number. <laughs> Like, I, that's the type, but I'm growing, and I want to be somebody's wife, so. <laughs> so you're more, like, lackadaisical. I am, like, Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. It's me, not significant. Oh, like, blocking to me is significant. Like, when I, I block you, you, I'm done. Like, I'm ready for you to be out of my life. Yeah, no. So if you block me, it's, like, keep, keep the energy. Have you ever been blocked, or do you even know? I don't even know. I probably have, yeah. but I don't know. Yeah, I've been blocked. Lately, I've been running some streaks with being blocked, actually, with a lot of these dudes. But it's okay. I don't care. <laughs> or not even running streaks, but it's like, I know for sure. I'm sure they have blocked me. But then they unblock me. So it's like. I just, I don't get the block and unblock. Me either, but I do it. I, I just, I don't get guys doing it either. Like, why are you? I think sometimes people, like, want a cool off period, maybe. Or, like, they're illogically angry. When you're really passionate, it's mm-hmm. like you're just so mad. You're in the moment. And you do it, and then it's just like once you calm down, you're like, okay, I blocked you because you said this one thing that made me mad. One thing I have done, I've deleted numbers and then resaved them. Oh, I do that. <laughs> I don't even save a guy's number until like. Oh yeah. Now- I mean, my ex. I think we were like a couple for four months before I was like, oh, I should lock you in. <laughs> when I get guys' numbers now, except when I get them on social on dating apps because I have to know where they're from. But like generally, I don't save their numbers for like weeks or months until yeah. there's a reason to save their number. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's hope we don't get blocked this week. Let's hope, you know, <laughs> we behave ourselves on the dating apps. Um, well, this was our first episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening to This Might Get Me Fired with Chizzy and Crystal. If you like our show, please make sure that you subscribe and make sure that you leave us five stars on the podcast app. Also, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, all that. We started a YouTube page and it's This Might Get Me Fired podcast. Um, we'll be back next week, Wednesday, with a new episode where we talk about dating in the COVID era. Thank y'all so much for listening. And